This program is brought to you by A to B Media Partners. Be sure to listen to the After Two Beers podcast on Spotify, Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. Also, make sure to visit www.aftertwobeers.com. Christmas, Straight to number one hit right there. children. Hey, listen, that's a dream. And here. Sleigh bells in the snow. In the snow. In the snow. In the God blessed snow. We should do an After Two Beers Christmas album, and it should be just me and you just singing random stuff. Christmas. (laughs) All right, Gibbler, are you ready to start this podcast? Why not? Tis the season. Tis the season. All right, welcome to the After Two Beers podcast. I'm Dutch Dalton, joined as always by Kimmy Gibbler. That's me. Gibbler, we are uh, we are two weeks into December. I always I don't know why it's become a habit for me, but I always let the the listeners know when we record these things, and so now <laughs> I just sound like an old man. Well, I remember, in... and the weather was kind of cold tonight. It started snowing. Gibbler, how was your drive this well, year? Well, make sure you put some kitty litter in your car. <laughs> Right the there's, back. there's all the stuff you hear about the Midwest. You got to have a blanket and you got to have some kitty litter. What's kitty litter for? Just I for the weight? Well, because people like cats. And if you're going to get a pet, if you're stuck in the snow, <laughs> <laughs> if your tire's spinning, you're supposed to put the kitty litter under it so it gets traction. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all right. Yeah. So because it's December, we're going to talk about some Christmas-based things and then we'll get into I'm our so news. Excited. Are you? I love Christmas. So tis the season, and I wanted to talk about Christmas toys. And and really, what I started realizing as I was investigating and looking into 1980s Christmas toys, which is when we were children, I came to two realizations. One of which is that people in our generation always say that we went outside and played more than kids today. And we act like we're badasses. We went outside all the damn time. Whereas we go through these toys, they're really shitty. They're so terrible. They're not good. And I'm like, the other realization that I came to is that people will say that this generation doesn't have imagination. And that's probably as true. But the reason it's as true is because we had to have an imagination. <laughs> because our toys sucked. They were terrible. Nobody wants these toys. And it's funny, now they're worth so much money. Everybody our age wants our own toys back. <laughs> But now I know why they're still in the original packaging. Because you really never needed to take them out of the packaging to be able to play with them. <laughs> I mean, think about it. You tell me. What were some of your favorite toys growing up? So, like, some of my very favorites. Obviously, the Cabbage Patch Kids. So, the first year the Cabbage Patch Kids came out, my mom could not get one. She could not get it. Like, she stood in line, did all all the things. So, she had someone make me a homemade Cabbage Patch Kid. 
It's so terribly creepy. Did it have a real cabbage oh, head? Oh, no. <laughs> it would have been less creepy if it did. Oh, my God. It's so creepy. But anyway, so, like, obviously Cabbage Patch Kids. And then, like, what, the Cabbage what, Patch ho- Kids had animals, too. Yeah, but hold on, hold on, hold okay. on. Okay. We're missing something here. Let's talk more about this doll. <laughs> okay. Did, uh, now, first of all, the Cabbage Patch Kids had a tattoo on its ass. Uh-huh. Xavier okay. Roberts. Did Was there one on the back of your doll? No. It, no. I, if there was, it would have probably said Hanes. Because this thing or, was like stuffing inside of tights. Like, I, thought, I thought you were going to say pantyhose. it was like a pentagram. No. <laughs> like it was just like stuffing inside of pantyhose and then like stitched together to make it look like dimples and an elbow. And it's the, this doll is absolutely terrible. But, but I loved it at the time. So there was no tattoo. No tattoo. Did it come with the birth certificate? No. Definitely not. No? Nah. Okay. No, <laughs> unless it was handwritten. <laughs> did it have an outfit on? Yes. What did it look like, Nagy? Was it just so wrong? Like I, I, I can't even describe it. Like it essentially is just like pantyhose with stuffing in them. <laughs> but you know what the beautiful part is? So those came out like in '84 and '85. So you had to have been about seven years old, and the fact that you loved it even then. It was like the number number one selling toy two years in a row. Oh yeah, yeah. And <laughs> we got I got one the second year. Okay, I got a, a legit you, one. Oh okay, yeah. yeah. You had like swap meet Louis, like <laughs> Louis Vuitton bags, right? But it was Cabbage Patch kids. Oh, I love it. Uh, so Cabbage Patch was a Cabbage it, Patch. Anything else? I mean, there was always like the pound puppies. Okay, so I, <laughs> that's what I want to talk about. So a lot of the girl toys were kind of like plush animals and like you remember Popples? Oh yes, I love having okay. Popples. So there was Popples and Care Bears. And Care Bears. Care Bears were huge. Right? And so the one that shocked me are pound puppies. <laughs> I mean seriously, like these this is our toys sucked. So it's basically You never had like the pound puppy that had been in in the shelter for 572 right. days that like looked like a derp dog. Right. You didn't have that. Those were all cute. So here's the thing about those things, right? It's um especially if we have longer younger listeners. It's it's just a stuffed animal dog which have been made since 1812. <laughs> <laughs> right? There was a Hasbro in 1812, I'm sure of it. Were they Hasbro or Tonka? Uh, pound puppies? Yeah. I, it doesn't matter. But, but, Stuff. But anyway, what I'm saying is it's, a, it's just a stuffed animal. It is nothing else. And so they're like, well, this, this isn't going to sell. Well, didn't they also make them look like they were in jail? Well, that's it. Somebody's <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know what we could do. A pound. What's that? Let's put them in a cardboard box. <laughs> But make it look like jail. Make it look like jail. Oh, this that's pound, great. My pound puppy knew how to make some really good ramen noodles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should have like prison tattoos. Right. Like it says Bow Wow, but spelled wrong. And <laughs> Ball Wow. Right. You could buy the like uh, the kit had like its own shiv and. <laughs> Turn a toothbrush into a shank. <laughs> oh, that's classic. I, yeah, so that that was another big toy. And so then it it's like the toy manufacturers were just screwing with us. <laughs> and, and they take like one of those recorders 
that when you watch a documentary, oh, when you watch yes. a documentary and it's like a, a serial killer that's like <laughs> recording his last goodbye, they shoved that in a teddy bear and called it a teddy, teddy Ruxpin. Oh, my gosh. That's all it did was it was a cassette player that its eyes moved and its mouth moved. Oh, yeah. And that was literally it. Do you right. remember going to pizza joints in the 80s and they'd have those huge <laughs> anatomic bears? Oh, yeah. Up there playing the jug. Like, uh-huh. I don't know what they were like everywhere else in the country. <laughs> but here in the Midwest, they were like they were like a bunch of like <laughs> rednecks like that would hang out on the side of the river. One was playing spoons. One yes! was making some moonshine. Oh, they were playing out of jugs <laughs> with X's on it. The Teddy Ruxpin classed it up a little bit and brought it into the house. Right. right? That way you didn't have to go to... <laughs> the pizza place that was probably your, your parents were still allowed to smoke in. Oh, do you remember <laughs> Showtime Pizza? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like you'd play the games. It was basically like, what's the big one now? I can't even remember it. Um, Chuck um, E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese, only it also had these anatomic deals, right? right? Oh, so bad. But <laughs> I love it. Anyway, so you, you have these Teddy Ruxpins, and you think, well, th- these suck. So girls had this stuff, and then for boys, they even came out with a boy doll, and it was the My Buddy. Do you remember the- My Buddy, My Buddy, My Buddy, My Buddy. Because, you know, you needed a dude to hang out with, I guess. (laughs) And then they came out with a kid's sister. But see, now, now, so that's their way of appeasing the boys. If there's a boy that wanted a doll, there's the My Buddy. So they also did the same thing, because the big toy for boys, predominantly- are action figures. Yeah. Tons of them. You got He-Man, you got G.I. Joe, you got Transformers, Star Wars, wrestling guys, all that stuff. And that's predominantly what boys grew up on. Right. Right? But girls had the same thing. They just called them My Little Ponies. (laughs) It's all our toys... Didn't do shit. No. They just stood there. You still had to have the imagination then. That's why we went outside. Because right. you play with our toys for eight minutes. <laughs> You're like, oh, well, all right. Like, here's an example. You know what one of the top selling toys in the 80s was? Uh, Light Bright. Well, that too. The Koosh Ball. What's a Koosh Ball? It was just the rubber bands that were like in a ball form <laughs> that you would throw back and forth. And people made yo-yos out of them and this... That's all it was. Just a ball. Just a ball made out of rubber bands. Huh. And people loved them. Another toy of the 80s. Skip it. Skip it. (laughs) (laughs) You want me to skip that part? No. No, I'm just kidding. Like, seriously, you put a ring around your... And you you skip. I remember... We can skip without that damn thing on. You know why our generation loves apps on cell phones? I figured it out. Why? One of my favorite toys as a kid must have cost a dollar to make. And it was literally, you just filled it up with water, and it had these little Cheerios on the inside of it, and you would push buttons, and it would cause air to go Oh, out. yeah. What the hell were those things it called? Was... And you had to try to get it to land on the thing? Yes. we play with that for hours. Oh, yeah. That was our entertainment. Now you know why we went outside. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you know when the, you download Candy Crush, and they it's the first round, uh-huh. and so it's real easy, so you figure out how you're doing it? That's what that game was. Only right. It was only first round ever. Right. <laughs> That's all you could do. We had such horrible games. Yeah, so that's why I think we always brag about going outside and it's bullshit. We shouldn't <laughs> brag about it. We had nothing else to do. Right. I don't know why our toys are so 
like worth so much money. Because nostalgia is a powerful drug. It is. I want overalls to come back into style. They are. I know. And with the carpenter jean, so I can put my cell phone down in that side pocket. Man, it's like cargo shorts for dudes, but jean style. <laughs> I love cargo shorts. Well, I do love cargo shorts. You still wear car- You'll always wear cargo yeah, shorts. Yeah, well, fuck it. I'm old. <laughs> I am who I am. If a woman's not going to love me because of cargo shorts. I don't she can I- take her teased hair somewhere else. That's right. <laughs> If she's wearing jellies, I ain't making fun of her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, one thing. You can start to see trends that come into society by looking at the toys that people played with when they were kids. Uh And here's, here's the most popular one right now. White women, especially, between the ages of 18 and 40, 5, 50. Okay? <laughs> All of them, basically. You had to put me in this, didn't you? It's, it's definitely you two. Everybody gets tattoos. Everybody wants tattoos. Lots of people have tattoos now. Oh, yeah. It's not like it, it used to be where the tattoo was kind of taboo on things. But I started to think about it when I was looking at these cartoons and these toys and stuff that we had as kids. And it's, it makes so much sense. Because two of the most popular kids' toys for girls growing up were Care Bears and My Little Pony. And the Care Bear basically is sporting a tattoo <laughs> on its chest proudly. And it's something that expresses themselves. Exactly. And then the same thing with My Little Pony, only that's where the tramp stamp came from because it's on their ass. <laughs> it's right there on that horse's ass. But everyone One ha- might have a butterfly. <laughs> right? It's yeah. A, it all, and they all had colorful hair. As an adult, I feel like all of us should think about what would our little sign on our Care Bears tummies I have think, on it. I think I want to create some after two beers Care Bears. I think I, we should. I got to thinking about this today, right? I want them like overweight with double chins. <laughs> and and like it to be like one of them's going to be like a lottery ticket. Will you please put one of the Care Bears in some Crocs? I, oh, ask. <laughs> <laughs> with white socks. <laughs> oh, I I am. I'm going to come up with some our versions of, of Care, Care Bears. Bear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I ought to, I should do some My Little Ponies, too, like, that have let themselves go. I should recreate. The old mayor. I should recreate. Where are the, where are the My Little Ponies nowadays? Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love One's a bottle it. of glue. All right. Yeah. Or dog food. <laughs> We've got some stories that we thought would be kind of funny to go over. I'm ducking and everything. Die in the house. I'm. I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket. Can I ask you if you won all the money, what would you do with it? Bunch of hookers and cocaine. Oh, okay, that's not I'm, good. <laughs> well, I just had got done feeding my chickens, watering them and stuff, and I walked back to my house, sir, to get my phone so I could play a video game on it. Told them they need to get out of that water, but say I didn't know he was getting eat up a bees. I thought he was just high. Gibble, you want to do some news? Let's do some news. All right, here's our first story. We got three of them tonight. A Jefferson City, Missouri woman is... (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) What? I love this story. She's accused of running onto a football field full of school children while only wearing a scarf. (laughs) Her neck was cold. (laughs) I mean, right? It's all about accessories. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, Lace- matched your toenail polish. <laughs> Lacey Udy was charged with sexual misconduct for the incident in which she exposed herself 
to 29 eighth graders, one of whom was under the age of 15, according to the Cole County prosecutor. I wonder if, like, at 15, it's it's not as big of a deal as it is to 14. Right. Because they haven't had sexual education yet. I, that says shit. I had it in elementary school. They were like, school. shit, there's my mom. <laughs> Udi allegedly jumped over the Helias football stadium fence and ran onto the field where students participated in a youth program. <laughs> she told officers she had taken heroin before leaving her apartment <laughs> think? undressed. She said she was looking for help because she thought she was going to die while under the influence. She was taken to a hospital for evaluation before being taken to the Cole County Jail. <laughs> now, I, if... if uh, Did she go out there and yell, Oh, Doyle rules! <laughs> she ran out there like Ace Ventura right? and spiked the football. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, if her 40 time was good, there would be coaches that'd be like, before you take her off, let's get her let's get her on the clock here. <laughs> this is naked and frayed meth. <laughs> she wasn't afraid. She ain't scared. She was afraid she was gonna die. <laughs> I'd say if I'm ever die, I think I'm gonna die and I'm naked for some whatever reason. I'm not gonna run towards a middle school football game. <laughs> Maybe a gas station. Maybe a gas station. Maybe a gas station, but not a middle school football game. Yeah, I, I, that's bad. I mean, we don't need to tell her about bad life decisions, obviously. And <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, there was a similar incident that occurred in the Denver airport in October. Okay. Okay. When a naked woman walked around the airport casually talking to bystanders and just asking them questions. <laughs> The <laughs> airport police released a report of an intoxicated female completely nude. Officers responded and located the female running around the concourse having some type of medical issue. She was fucked up. <laughs> Paramedics were called Code 10. I don't know what that means. She was transported to the university hospital by ambulance due to an undetermined medical episode. She was drunk. <laughs> I want to ask you, how drunk do you have to be to be drunk in an air or to be to, naked in an airplane? And just airport? running around, man. There has to be meds, right? There's got to be something. It's that like, light air in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, you actually can get drunk really quick and easily in Denver. That's what it is. That's like part of it, where like the altitude and everything else. Like you can drink three three beers here, and you're like oh, shit. Golden, is it? This, and up there, you're trashed. Isn't this the greatest commercial for an alcohol ever? <laughs> but it's also the worst commercial for an alcohol ever. <laughs> See, all of this keeps bringing me back to that meme that we posted about like nothing makes you feel more naked than putting on shoes. <laughs> right. Only wearing shoes. Right. Well, I'm just convinced. Were they, they wearing shoes? Well, for better traction. I mean, obviously, they're running around an airport. I wouldn't want to walk on that dirty floor barefoot. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be naked in an airport. Yeah, period. but I, I, you know, I'm still worried about the germs on. You the know how of my we feet. know this must have been pre-COVID. They didn't have a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> they would have talked about that first. They would have talked about that first. <laughs> Apparently, Bacardi 151 has been re-released in Denver. <laughs> Shut up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I will say, you know what they are serving in the Denver airport? What? There's a company called Sweetwater that makes a 420 IPA, and they serve it at that airport, and it has THC in the beer. 
Oh my gosh. So you can sit there between flights, you got a connecting, <laughs> right? And just get high off your ass before you fly to It's like having like anywhere. an edible store in the airport. They probably do too. You would I don't think know. I, who knows? People would intentionally take their flights through Denver <laughs> just to be able to buy stuff. How many people missed their flights in Denver? <laughs> 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 All the flights take off at 420. <laughs> this is another really good one. Okay. All three of them are excellent. I, You know, I just realized all three of them involve women, and that's not on, on purpose. And uh, I don't think any of them were located in Florida. What? Right, but we got Georgia. That's close. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Florabama line. Yeah, there you go. All right, here's the story. 27-year-old Lauren Hunter Damon of Tomlinson, Georgia, who was working as a webcam model for a popular p- pornography site called Chatterbait. Chatterbait. I've never heard of this until this story. No? Apparently, Chatterbait is where you go out and you ask somebody to do something and they do it, and then, but you agreed to pay them a certain dollar amount. Like, it's got to be for weird fetishes. Okay. You got to remember, the, we're the kids that grew up with toys that we had to have <laughs> active imaginations. <laughs> so, anyway, let me get back to this story. 27 year old Lauren, she accidentally shot herself in the vagina while making the movie. Shot herself with what? A nine millimeter gun. What? Yes. So she's using this 9mm gun as a prop and shot herself in her vajayjay. Jesus. Yeah. Now, I've seen ping pong balls. I think this is showing off. (laughs) (laughs) Blew her load right into there. She She accidentally discharged a 9mm while... You said discharge. Discharge. That's funny. (laughs) Apparently, the gun doesn't know the pull-out method. (laughs) <laughs> while alone in her bedroom the morning of November 9th while several of her housemates were on the property. So I looked this up. By property, they live on a double wide, like in a, or in a double wide trailer. <laughs> so by popular, there was like some kids out in the front in the ditch probably. Oh, man. <laughs> Throwing rocks at cars. <laughs> <laughs> now, upon arriving at the scene... Upson County Sheriff Deputy Zachary Wall immediately encountered an EMS worker in the woman's driveway, clutching the handgun as well as a spent bullet casing. The paramedic notified the officer that the, e- the female had shot herself in her vagina accidentally. She, uh, she was wounded but in stable condition. She was subsequently carted off to a parking lot at the Upson County Sheriff Jail because she had to be airlifted. Well, yeah, I mean, like, there's all kinds of really important organs around there. Yeah. Can you imagine what that dumpster fire <laughs> of a webcam video would look like now? <laughs> oh, Shrapnel. <laughs> Shrapnel. Right? It looks oh. like an M80 and a, and a king roast beef. <laughs> oh, that's great. We were watching those commercials about those 80s Cart- uh, the uh, cartoons <laughs> and the toys. Right. It's going to look like, you know, when they push the Play-Doh into the hair and it came out oh, all those different. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. oh. Now, fortunately, Lauren isn't looking at any criminal charges. <laughs> um, I promise there has to be people out there that want to see this video. 
I wonder if it was like a live one or something. Well, it, like, could you imagine the guy that's like paying her to, I don't know, do oh whatever it is with a gun on your crotch? But right, if she was drinking, it's like the trailer park Trinity. <laughs> You've got vaginas, guns, and beer. <laughs> like that's every guy's dream in the trailer park. <laughs> the trailer park Trinity. That should be a T-shirt. <laughs> Shotgun and a beer with a gun in her hand. <laughs> Lady parts and beer in an accidental shooting. Pierced her lip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's pretty good. I like that one. <laughs> oh, all right. Here's our third and final story before. Uh, this is why we are happy the FCC doesn't regulate podcasts <laughs> right because it's a show like this that would get us canceled immediately <laughs> i blame <laughs> i blame the christmas spirit and uh white russians white russians <laughs> the caucasians the caucasians you pour an excellent caucasian i did yes it was very good all right let's finish up so we can get another one all right all right a british woman has been jailed for going on a drunken rampage on an ithiad flight from abu dhabi to manchester england after asking men to join her in the Mile High Club. <laughs> what is it about airports and women and beer? <laughs> <laughs> I've never even been to Hobby Dobby. <laughs> <laughs> this just proves mental. Like, if you're talking to guys out there, if you're looking to pull some trim, just get her <laughs> get at the airport. airport. <laughs> <laughs> Demi Barton, 20, who boarded the plane on May 9th, 2019, was already sloshed, and she continued to drink wine until the flight attendants told her she could no longer order alcohol. You got cut off on a plane? <laughs> if you get cut off on a plane, you are trash. <laughs> By then, she had already gotten so drunk that she had propositioned several men to get frisky in the lavatory <laughs> while cruising at 30,000 feet. <laughs> I'm picturing a company I used to work for, any number of one of their salesmen sitting in the back going, Shit! One time I bring my wife on a trip. <laughs> when uh, Dana was told that she could no longer drink booze, the unhinged woman kicked, bit, and headbutted the crew during her four-hour blowout, according to the report. Oh, wow. Four hours? Yes. Acting out. Yes. You may as well just land the plane now, she shouted at the crew. And unleashed her attack at her 259 fellow passengers. Oh, man. We all have one of these friends, right? You cut them off. It don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter if you're at a bar or in a Sneak plane. Sneak up and have one more <laughs> shot. You know, you cut them off, and pretty soon they're headbutting pilots. <laughs> <laughs> An anesthesiologist who tried to restrain Burton was bitten on the elbow and headbutted saying the struggle was worse than anything he'd ever seen in the emergency room. Oh, my God. Other passengers were also bitten and kicked before six crew members and others finally took her down, restrained her, and handed her over to the authorities when they touched down. She's like <laughs> she's like Popeye the Sailor Man, only you give her beer. Beer. <laughs> Wine. Yeah, it's whoop-ass lemon-lime <laughs> seltzer version. <laughs> She also is the one that plays with Charlotte Flair. I'm kidding. <laughs> now, here's here's the sad part of the story. And this is what I was saying earlier, that there's always got to be something, right? Unless her meds are off, 
And apparently Barton, who had been traveling home after a three-month trip to visit in Australia, claimed she had been drinking because of a fear of flying. Her, defo- uh, excuse me, her defense lawyer, Martin Callery, said she is thoroughly ashamed of herself and because she is remorseful, she is utterly embarrassed at the way she behaved. It's completely <laughs> out of character as far as she is concerned. Uh, she went well, to all defense lawyers <laughs> are going to say that shit. Come on, right? Now. He said she went to Australia to get away from her family, who had behaved towards her from early years in a very controlling and very abusive way. So, uh, prosecutor Claire Brockle- Brocklebank said Burton appeared to be drunk even before getting on the flight. You think? Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the classic, my family sucks, so I'm going to drink my thoughts away. It's the classic, let's blame someone oh, else. You know what this is? This is a douchebag at a bar's favorite person. A lady <laughs> with daddy issues. <laughs> right? He is looking for, that's, it's a classic D-bag magnet. <laughs> Judge John Edwards, who sentenced Burton to six months in jail... Six months. Six months said good order on any flight, in particular a long-distance one. It's essential, and those who undermine that put that at risk by behaving in such a crass way. She was fucked up. (laughs) She's all jacked up. Like, I wonder if she's ever going to be able to fly on that, like, airline again. Oh, I'm... Probably not. No, no. 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 Wonder if she was drinking a... You think she was, like, sitting on on there and be like, Steve. I mean, it's Steve. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like on, on bridesmaids, <laughs> right? Like on jacked up on Xanax oh, and yeah. wine, and taking care of their undercarriage. Oh yeah, that's a great movie. I mean, where was the air marshal? <laughs> exactly. Speaking of which, there was no air marshal. <laughs> he was still trying to figure out how he could get her in the bathroom without getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Gibbler, I want to thank you for helping me put the show together tonight. It's been a good one. We want to make sure we talked about it at the beginning. If uh, you haven't listened to our show before, go to aftertwobeers.com. You can find links to our past episodes and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, but we didn't. you know what we didn't talk about? Patreon. Patreon. That's right. You can go to patreon.com backslash aftertwobeers. Or if you go to aftertwobeers.com, we have a button right there. Yeah. And uh, you can contribute to the show. We would greatly appreciate it. We greatly appreciate all of you listening. And we greatly appreciate our Patreon sponsors. Absolutely. I've said it before, and I'll continue to say it again. If uh, if you're at home and you've got a family member or a friend or a coworker that you think is struggling, they probably are. So reach out. Re- yeah, it's you know what? What do they say? I'd rather send love than sending flowers. Yes. Something like that. So yeah, yeah, that's kind of a thing. Especially the holidays, it gets yeah, even harder. Gosh, and it's. Some people are already dealing with seasonal depression and everything else. So, yeah, especially this time of year, it's it's difficult. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So make sure you listen to us again in two weeks. We're going to release our – we're going bi-weekly now. Doing it. Yeah, we're, and we're doing it and doing it well. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's how it's going to be. <laughs> We're going to cut on. That's how you end the show right there. That's how you do it. That's right. All right, Gibbler, without further ado, I guess we'll talk to them all next week. Oh, Ah. see, I caught myself right there. And I'm leaving that in. We're not going to catch them next week. No, it's going to be two weeks. Right. We've got a whole new outro we got to practice. Holy crap. Well, I guess without further ado, we'll talk to them all in a couple weeks. After two beers. (laughs) No, I don't like it. Let's do something different. 
And I'm going to leave this in, too. Maybe we should... Wicka, wicka, after two beers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Happy holidays after two beers. (laughs) Happy holidays after two beers. Oh, man. We got to work on it. Yeah, we do. If anyone has any suggestions on how we should end the show, let us know. All right. We'll talk to you next time. After two beers. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) I